Hi, welcome everybody. Today is the 19th of May 2021. Welcome to the Overeaters Anonymous 100 Pounder Special Focus Meeting. My name is Rita Q, and today we have Craig Kay, who is coming to us from LA. Craig came to OA back in 1988, and he is now going to um, share with us his experience, strength, and hope. Take it away, Craig. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. Rita, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, I am Craig. I am a compulsive overeater. I am a hundred pounder. I am abstaining today. I'm abstaining today. And I'm gonna keep it really simple, at least for a few minutes. Um, I now have eight, uh, eight hours and 13 minutes of abstinence, plus 11 years. But I have to keep it really simple to the newcomer. Because when I was a newcomer and I heard people say, I have five years, I have 10 years, I even have a year. I was thinking that's never gonna happen for me. I didn't know what the hell the word meant. I didn't know what any of this meant. But when I heard people talking about long-term abstinence, when I heard about a day, when I heard about a week, that's what I could relate to. So I really wanna keep it simple. Now I have you know, eight hours and 14 minutes. That's how it works. And I have a dear, 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 dear friend who when someone's talking about next Wednesday at three o'clock or a week from Friday, when I'm gonna go to such and such, he says, what are you doing until nine o'clock? For me, it's you know 8.15. What are you gonna do until nine? So this is a new language. It was a new language for me in 1988. It's still a new language because I wake up every morning I am a compulsive overeater. I am not practicing my disease today. I'm practicing my solution, which is a flippin' miracle. So I wanna show you, so for me, here's what I can say. I got in in 88, I was 27 years old. I'm now 59 as of four days ago. And um, let's see, gay man, oh God, this is going out to the world. Woohoo! Gay man who lived through uh, AIDS in the 80s. I am an HIV negative person, which is freaking miracle. I had COVID last year, pretty bad. I lived through that. Um, I am healthy, I'm alive. And you know, when I was younger, I would hear people my age today go, oh, what's the big deal, of course. Well, guess what? Today, as an abstaining members of, a member of Overeaters Anonymous, it is no small feat that I am alive, living in a normal body, because I should be dead. I should be dead. So to the newcomer, I started Overeaters Anonymous, I was 199 pounds and I never wanted to get to 200. And I, never, I knew I would never get to 200. I knew, me, my mind, right? So I got, went down to 167, which is really too thin. I had 11 years, hips lit, cool, abstinent. You know, people would say, what step are you on? I, I don't know, I'm, I'm working them. Have you called your sponsor lately? I've been very busy. How many people are you sponsoring? I, I'm sponsoring people, but I didn't, I wasn't specific. I did not have accountability. Today I have accountability. So I got in when I was 199, got to 167, 11 years out, five years out, three years out, two years out. And finally, I came back walking in the doors at 272 pounds. So I knew I would never get to 200. 
This is progressive. This will kill. I got to 272. That was my last weighed weight. I think I got I would probably more. So <clears throat> this is, see if I can do this. That's me here. That's, that's the part that you probably recognize. You know, that's the big part. That was me when I came back um, a little bit before I came back. And then this is me a few, few years ago. That's normal body weight. And that's actually kind of cool. That picture is of a friend in Overeaters Anonymous. I don't know if she's still attending meetings. It doesn't matter from Italy. And this is before Zoom. This is before pandemic. So Italy came to California. We rented a convertible and drove to Santa Barbara. And that was, you know, that's what you get to do when you're abstinent. You get to fit into a convertible. And that, that, that um, it all relates. So a newcomer might be listening to me and going, what in God's green earth is he talking about, right? So I was told at my very, very first meeting, go to another meeting. I was never told the golden rule of go to six or more. I was said go to one other meeting because the first meeting I went to was an anorexic bulimic meeting. And God bless anorexics and bulimics. I think they have it just like I do, just a different manifestation, but I couldn't relate to it. I could not relate to under eating. I could not relate to vomiting. So I walked into the meeting and the way, the way I, I jump around a lot, but if anybody knows me really personally, get used to it because that's what I do. Um, I was seeing a therapist and she said, name three things you want to change in your life. And I said, I want a relationship. I want a career. I want to lose weight. She looked at me and said, well, which one do you want to start right now? Right now. I thought right now. I said, well, I don't know, lose weight. So she goes, hang on. She handed me a meeting paper. We used to have paper in the old days. And it was a paper with meeting schedule of Overeaters Anonymous. So I said to her, I said, uh, what's that? She said, well, it's how I live my life. Ironically, she went out of program many years later, but she was able to 12 step me into my life today. So she said, this is how I live my life. I said, well, what is Overeaters Anonymous? I really didn't know. She said, um, well, my husband is a sober alcoholic and I, my, my shoulders, my German blood, I got really defensive. I said, I'm not an alcoholic. And she said, well, I'm really not either, but I did with food what he did with alcohol. And now he's sober. So I have a 12 step program for food like his was, is with alcohol. I thought, oh, I'll give it a shot. So I kept asking her questions. And remember, that was therapy. It was not a 12-step meeting. She didn't answer the question. She said, well, just go to a meeting. I said, yeah, well, what about blah, 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 blah. She said, go to a meeting. Go to a meeting. You know, I was paying her for therapy. It's very different. It's very, this is not therapy. This is a 12-step program. So she, she was able to separate the two as a professional. So I came to a meeting. Went to my first meeting, walked in the door, saw a lot of really beautiful, thin women going, what am I doing here? I saw one fat dude in the corner. I used the word fat because I used to be fat. And I beelined over to him and just kind of hung around him. I don't know his name. I don't remember what he looks like, but I remember I could relate too. So if you walk into a meeting, whether that's a Zoom meeting or in-person meetings, just go hang with somebody. You don't have to talk, just go hang. Just don't leave, right? So 
went to the meeting. And then I started finding other meetings with compulsive overeaters. More focus on I we didn't I didn't even know if we had hundred pounder meetings back then. I don't remember. Um, we didn't have cell phones. I'll tell you that much. So we didn't have computers. I didn't have a computer. So um, that was then. And what I really, really, really want to do is talk about the what the disease did to me. So this is all my experience, strength, and hope. I have experience, I have strength through a higher power, and I have a lot, a lot, a lot of hope. And the very first abstinence I got, I had gone to a meeting. And um, it's pretty funny, in the old days, I'm gonna do it just because I'm in the mood. I literally used to talk like this. I thought I was a broadcaster. And you know, I'm not exactly quiet and shy, but in those days it was not, it was obnoxious. And um, it was funny because I walked into a meeting, went to the meeting, identified as a newcomer, was everyone's best friend, laughing, ha 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 ha. The next morning I got home, or then that night, next morning I got, I, I was in my apartment. I worked full time and I was in college and I couldn't do either one. And as they say, I drew the drapes and ate. I had eaten breakfast, but as a compulsive overeater, until someone suggested three meals a day, two optional snacks, I just ate. I didn't know what meals were. Of course I had a meal. If I went out with you, I had a meal, but no. So I couldn't stop. So I had my breakfast, whatever it was, it was probably you know a half an egg and like a peanut or some stupid diet mentality had my breakfast, and then I got out the gallon of ice cream, and I ate it, and I got to the bottom, and I knew I couldn't stop, and it scared the hell out of me. So why I brought up that big voice was I called a guy from the meeting, and I was like, hi, Steve, it's Craig. Remember me from last night? I'm the newcomer, and I remember him going, uh, yeah, I remember you. So, you know, I was not exactly shy and quiet because you know, in the old days I wanted to be funny, I wanted to be gregarious, I wanted to cover up my uncomfortability. So I said, I need to, uh, I can't stop this thing. I need help, will you help me? Said, sure. And he said, are you willing to tell me what you've just eaten? I said, yeah, and I told him. He said, are you willing to not eat ice cream until tonight? And I was like, yeah, I am very angry. You know, how dare he ask me such a question? I said, of course. And I said, and I'm not going to eat. And I started naming like 12 other things. He said, let's try this again, Craig. Are you willing to not eat ice cream until tonight? I said, yeah, I am. He said, great. Call me in the morning. Click. And that was my very first abstinence. So that had worked for him years before. So he carried the message the same way it was carried to me. This is the same way it worked for him, carried to me. So that was my first abstinence. Fast forward to 2009. I owned a business, was doing very well, had a little sports car, was pushing 300 pounds, was in debt up to my ass, had really bad relationships, was not getting along with others, and smiled a lot. I smiled 
Everything was wonderful. I came from the fine family. You know, I could, I could really take you down the path of my family, you know, dysfunctional family. What a surprise. If anybody on here had like a really functional family, feel free to give me a call. It was a family. They did the best they could. My mom is still alive at 89. All right. So, but I was fine. Everything was great. Everything was wonderful. And my, my best friend had died. And a guy who I worked with, who was probably about 400 pounds, God bless him, still is functioning great, God bless him. And uh, he looked at me, he goes, how you doing since Dave, you know, I know Dave died, you know, we were, we were acquaintances. I know Dave died, how you doing? I said, I'm great. And he looked at me up and down. He said, really? And I found it to be very rude for him to be judging me, but he was right. He spoke the truth because he knew I had been in a way and I knew I had just gained a hundred pounds because my best friend died. How did I get through it? I ate. How did I get through it? I ate. Why do I eat? It tells me in the big book because it makes me feel better. It tells me that. Why do alcoholics drink? Because they want to get out of the pain or perhaps want to get out of the happiness or perhaps you name it. So another thing happened is so he died. I started eating, would visit OA now and again as I was gaining weight. And another a woman looked at me and said, how you doing? I said, I'm great, smiley, smiley. And she went up and down to my body and said, really? What can I do to help you? And I ran. So she had the willingness to not say, we're gonna love you fat. Yeah, of course we're gonna love you fat. But the way that I can love you the best is Here's what's worked for me. If you want it, you can lose your weight, right? So if you're a newcomer and none of this makes sense, what I can do is tell you that for 11 years, I, well, 10 plus years, whatever, I've maintained a healthy body weight. So if that's all you hear from me, all, nothing else in this moment matters, especially if this is your first meeting, you can lose your weight. Definition of abstinence is obtaining and maintaining a healthy body weight. So working toward a healthy body weight. So 2009, life's going great, right? On the outside, life looks great. And there I was in my little red convertible. I had a midlife crisis and didn't realize it was a midlife crisis until someone said, yeah, you bought a red convertible. It was a midlife crisis. So there I was pulling into my driveway, stopped before the garage and thought, Oh my God, I am dying physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Now, I don't know where that came from. And if you're new or if you're old and you keep, and you think I'm nuts, God bless you. This is my story. Um, I knew I was dying. And the way that I got back was um, I picked up the phone. 19, when, when was this? 2009. So I picked up my, my phone, was on the seat in the car in my little red convertible, picked up the phone and I had been, weeks before I had been rear-ended twice um, in, in two weeks. So I was in pretty bad shape and I was seeing a chiropractor. And on the door is basically, it says chiropractor. And what I saw was nutritionist. I didn't want to see that word. He saw me, he knew my weight. So I picked up the phone. I said, Laura, I need to see Ron first thing in the morning. She's like, what's going on? I said, I need to come in. 
So I went to him, I said, I can't stop anymore. So if I'm powerless over food, so I'm powerless over food and my life is unmanageable. What business do I have in choosing my food? I have none, zero zip. So here's what happened. My abstinence was given to me by a nutritionist, okay? And I called Adam S. at the time, who had been abstaining about 10 years already. And I said, I got a new abstinence. It's not OA approved. He said, and where is there an OA approved abstinence? Can you show me that page or give me that information? He goes, was it your plan? I was like, no. He goes, great, next. So my abstinence is three meals a day, two optional snacks. Those snacks are one piece or up to 12 ounces of fruit or a vegetable. I abstain from the following, refined sugar, sun-dried tomatoes, grapes, dried fruit, raisins, flour, soy, soy products, corn, corn products, alcohol, nut butters, dairy. So I haven't said that for a long time in a meeting. But so for me, if I go around those parameters, if I say to you, you know what? I had a raisin, I decided to have a raisin, but it's okay. A normie can say that, but in my experience, that raisin will turn into a hundred plus pounds. Why? Because I've proven it. So if I ever question if something's apt, I no longer question if something's absent or not. It, I, I know I, I eat the same, I eat a lot of the same things. So that's my abstinence. Now, went to the nutritionist, gave me the food plan. The other thing is I don't drink diet sodas because for me, it doesn't work. There's some other things that I don't eat. It's not part of my abstinence, but I just don't. Why do I say that is I started, I had a lot of toxins in my body and for about three weeks, I lost weight really fast, not going to meetings. And I woke up one morning and said, you're not gonna be able to keep this if you don't go to back to Overeaters Anonymous. So I walked back into the same meeting I had been a regular at for many years walked in, asked the scariest man in the room to uh, sponsor me. He said, yes, let's get your food in order. I showed him that. I said, a nutritionist should, he said, great, food's in order. Sounds like, sounds like that's uh, gonna work for you. Let's start working the steps. Oh, the steps, right, the steps. Uh -huh. So alcoholics don't put down the booze and go back to life. They work the steps and I have to do the same thing. So I can't do what's out there. I can't have an abstinent day off. I can't have a healthy day off if I don't do the work. It just doesn't work well. So we started working the steps. Um, how am I with time, by the way? Who's ever my magic timekeeper? It's all right. Um, no, no. Oh, was that? 11 minutes left. Thank you. Um, so good. I want to get to today. So I worked with him for four years. I had another, I had a female sponsor for a number of years, worked really well. She had about 30 years of abstinence and then we parted ways, still talk to her. Today I have a sponsor who has four years. So I have four, I have 11 years. He has four years. It's so great to smash my ego because when I say to him, in 1993, and he'll say, how about May 19th, 2021? What's going on today? Okay. 
So I really want to get to what do I do today? I got up this morning. I didn't feel well. It's my day off. It's a lot of emotional things going on in my life. When I got into program, my mom was not 89. She was not failing in her health. She did not have a full-time caretaker. I did not have to take over her finances. I do today. How do I do it by getting a lot of help? A lot of help. So I woke up. Woe is me. The sky is gooey. It's, it's almost like, you know, UK weather here today. You know, like it's just, it's not sunny. I'm sure it'll come out. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Southern California. But my mood was like the weather. I was down. I didn't want to lead the meeting. Oh, God, Rita asked me to lead the meeting. How dare I get to that place? But guess what? I'm not Buddha. I'm a human. The book tells me I'm selfish. I'm self-centered. Tells me a lot of other things about myself I don't like. So I got up. I have three sponsee calls on Wednesday morning. I read the book with two of them. I do something else with another. I read the book. I prayed. I meditated, ate my breakfast, had my coffee, ate my abstinent breakfast, took a picture of that breakfast. Said, do I have to take a picture? No. Do I choose to take a picture? Yes. Is it the same damn thing I've eaten for the past five years? Yes. It's the repetitive nature. It's what we do. It's what we do. This is a group of guys and we do that. Do I question it? No. And what I love about the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous is how it works. I don't have a clue, but it works. So I do it. So what I did, I woke up, I read, I read, where is it? There it is. So 86 to 88, there's, you know, I use this book. It's a textbook, right? I prayed, as I said, I meditated, I write on for today. It, it said, name five, in five minutes, how many positive things can you write about yourself? And I'm really good at writing the negative, but I wrote the positive. I share it with, I will share it with my sponsor. I will take calls today. I, I, I work on a, a sober food plan. I'm part of the sober men's group in Los Angeles. Nowhere is it written. It is not part of Overeaters Anonymous. It is something that simply works for us. Um, and basically what it is, I don't make unilateral decisions on my food. If I say to you, you know what, I think I'm going to add XYZ to my food plan, or I think I'm going to add a fourth meal. It's not, that's not sober. That's my decision. And once again, getting back to powerlessness. If I'm powerless over food, my life is unmanageable. Who am I to make decisions on food? I don't have a place. I can call any of you and ask you your decision. I'll never forget. I knew I had gained weight. So of course, oh, and I, and I, get, I weigh once a month. I weigh on the 17th of the month. So I knew I had gained weight. So I called a friend in New York. And I told him, I need to cut my four eggs down to three. Oh, did the nutritionist tell you to do that? No. Did your sponsor tell you to do that? No. He said, you're staying to four eggs. Anything else? So to me, that sounds ludicrous. It's too much. My cholesterol is 125. I'm 59 years old. What am I complaining about, right? 
but I know I know better. Yeah, I know I know better got me to 272 plus, right? You know better and you suggest from what you've done working the steps, I listen, today I'm 189. Now, had COVID, lost a lot of weight, and when I gained my weight back, because I was, I just, I couldn't eat. When, and, and that, I never woke up and just decided, my sponsor always knew what was going into my body before. I still kept it three meals a day, but they were minuscule. So I gained a lot, I, so I gained some weight after COVID, my food didn't change. And it's been like that for four months. Once again, every month we're doing one thing per my sponsor's suggestion to get my weight back to lower to my range, not my decisions. How do I do that? I am now currently working on a four step. Once again, if you're new and you don't know what a first step is, don't worry about the four step. If you don't know what the first step is, you got like a, a point one, you got a course quarter step, a half step, you get to the first step, you get to the second step. A four step is a moral inventory. Ooh. You know, so I'm I'm currently I'm on the I'm on the columns. Names, people, places, institutions that I have issues with. So right now I'm at about 50. I've been working on it for quite a while. When I got to 33, I called my sponsor. I said, I think I'm done with the first column. And he laughed, which he can do. He's like, Craig, you're the kind of guy that walks out. Yep. What was that? Was that my time? Five minutes? Yeah, five minutes to go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, he said, Craig, you're the kind of guy that walks out your front door and is angry at a potted plant. You're angry at a guy across the street in a car who you don't even know. He's like, I'm not like that. And he's not. He just is not nearly as judgmental as I am. He's like, Craig, you got 33 people on your list. I had 60, you're not done. Next. So I am writing and um, if ever I'm angry at someone, I have to get it on paper. So it's the columns, who am I angry at? You know, what do they do? What's the reason? And eventually what's the cause? Eventually I have to get to, this is the part I hate. What was my part? And what I love about reading the big book on a daily basis, and on a, I read it on a weekly basis with my sponsor. I read it on a bi-weekly, sometimes weekly basis with my sponsees. Wherever I'm at in the book, rare, like when I used to see chapter to the wives, I would say, well, I'm not a wife, I'm not female, what am I gonna get out of it? I always get something out of it. Whatever I look at, whatever I read is exactly what I need to, what I need, what, what I need to focus on. So, um, I feel jumbled and I feel centered. It's kind of an, it's an odd thing. And, um, you know, a meeting, a 12 step meeting I've heard is two people, a pot of coffee and resentments, right? That's a meeting, that's a meeting. And this is that, that and more. I mean, you know, the pandemic, horrible, horrible. A lot of people died, ruined a lot of lives. Pandemic, let's flip it upside down. I would have never known most of you here, if it wasn't for the pandemic. Who the hell knew what Zoom was? We had Zoom, but it was used in business. Who doesn't live on Zoom, right? So here, and I also wanna, this is part of a big part of my life. I was self-employed for many years, money, property, and prestige, whatever that means, and in debt up to my butt. Um, 
looked great on the outside, looked fantastic. Okay. What happened, what happened for me in 2020, I was hired to a new job, a headhunter who I had never heard of. He had never heard of me company. I'd never heard of. I'm hired first day, March 12th, 2020. I get to work, love my job. I'm there three days. My manager walks into my office and says, how do you like your job? And I thought, Oh God, I knew I was getting fired. I once again was wrong. He said, because we're based in New York. So they knew about COVID. It's not like they knew about it before us, but they, people, it was really happening there. And on the West coast, we thought everybody else was crazy. So I had worked for this company three days, full-time, completely new career, completely new thing, went home for four months. Well, guess what? I'm still on that job, excelling, doing better financially than I had done in my life. Now, newcomers going, what does this have to do with the food? I'll tell you exactly what it has to do with the food. I bring my lunch every day. When I don't bring my lunch, I order it before I go. I pick it up on the way. I have committed to that lunch. I don't haphazardly say, you know what? I'm going to get a burger and fries. Can I have a burger and fries today on my abstinence? Yeah, lettuce wrap? Sure, I can. I don't. I commit what I'm making, same damn Tupperware every day. When it's 11.59, my colleague looks at me like, you're going to lunch, aren't you? 12 o'clock, I have my lunch. So because I can do that, because I work the program, I'm able to be the best employee I've ever been. I was not a good employee to me. I was the boss, believe me. I work for others, so there's always a boss. You know, they say God is my boss, a higher power. I haven't spoken a lot about a higher power which is kind of ironic because that's all what it's about. I didn't do this. I am willing to do a lot of work because I want to live the life I'm having today. And I also want to be able to give it away. If I do not give it away, I cannot keep it. It says that. I didn't give it away for many years. Guess what? I went out and gained 100 pounds. So for today, what I know is that I, the sun is up. still a little cloudy. I didn't bring the sun up this morning. I will not put it down tonight. If I stand it, I asked my sponsor once, I said, literally, I don't know what a higher power is after 25 years, 30 or whatever it was a few years ago. Tell me what to do. It's my day off. He said, for me, when I'm questioning God, I, I go to the beach. So I do what my sponsor suggests. It's the very beginning of COVID actually. Um, I went to the beach and I stood there and I, I watched the water going in and out. Well, that's a lot more powerful than me. So I don't think I could do this without a power greater than me. Time. Thank you. And I will wrap it up right now. If I was a spiritual guru, I could just go, God, hello. I need it through you all. That's where I find my higher power. So collective group. So, you know, I hope I've said at least I've touched one person um that's something i've said has helped because that is why i'm here to share the word to the best of my human ability thank you for letting me share thank you so much craig